Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Babies. Babies! Yes, sir. Review. We are back. Today, we're serving face. Mm-hmm. Baby face, baby face, right? He blessed us. He blessed Detroit, and now he's going global, man. He's okay. He's all over. He's all over everywhere right now. He's pretty much the face of Detroit rap at this moment. This was a decent, you know, first outing for what I've I've listened to him fully because I yeah I've heard some songs and and tracks and shit, but it's not it's never been one cohesive unit of project. Mm-hmm. So you know, I really wanted to to dive into this one and like really nitpick the fuck out of it because i mean while it's got some really good bright spots to it uh the album's also lacking in a lot of areas um before y'all keep watching make sure you like comment subscribe all that appreciate all the support helps us out a hell of a lot so let's start from the top bro let's go from the top the first song bro did you did you notice it uh the one apologize yeah timberland one republic yeah i was like what he from detroit um, a lot of his bop- popular songs are gritty, grimy. Mm-hmm. I kind of fuck with Unfuck with a Bull, so I was excited for this one. For you to come out the gate with an introspective track with a One Republic sample, you killed it. Like I like that track. I really I liked how he started it um, out the gate. Like he's not just talking about the generic like I'm a gangster from Detroit or I'm doing all this gritty, grimy stuff. He's kind of witty sometimes and playful with his uh punch lines and like his certain things he says yeah for sure i really like the the beat switch too it's a two song yes. track yeah two song track so the first mm-hmm. part is where they, they sped up the, the original sample and mm-hmm. it was a little bit faster and harder and then he slows it down to either the original pace of it or a little bit slower and then it starts getting a little bit deeper right it's kind of like you know a metaphor for like him as a person if you look at him in the surface when you first find him you think it's gritty type you know he's just going hard but you know there's layers there's layers there's softer tracks within him and he's got some he's got something to say for sure he's not just spitting all the time so yeah no i I really like that that was a good intro i think the first part of the album uh in general is a little bit better maybe a lot better than the second half right after that we get six Six miles another didn't that song have a beast switch too or am i tripping it yeah. did have a beat switch, but yeah, so you know, two back to back beat switch. I, that one wasn't really that great to me. Like them just going back and forth, it was really good. But uh, the chorus for it for the first part was getting a little bit redundant, and then they beat switched it and they got really slow. It was mm-hmm. almost like a life is good beat switch where it was like really just like in your face to where yeah. it was just like not at all. It didn't really connect with me like that. I appreciated the the first the first part of the track a lot. That's what I was expecting more so to start. But I feel like he found a cool way to um, transition, especially because he kept it with the beat changes as well. I always love a cool beat switch. I understand you saying it was kind of sudden, but I feel like it works. Yeah. Sincerely Faced, though, I mean, next track, I really love that track, too. It's That's like one a, of my highlights. Like ba- it's like a baby, bro. Yeah, like I love a, I love like that track. The, the cowbell um, and the kick, bro. Like- when you're looking for a Detroit rapper, of course, that's what you expect. But again, he adding his own little twist. Feel like he knows how to really talk his shit without it getting boring. Like, well, usually with albums like this, I feel like I get bored because like, okay, yeah. you're repetitive or it's not really like... Like, sometimes I understand with other Detroit rappers, they try to be witty. Like, they say funny out-of-pocket lines. His stuff really isn't out-of-pocket. It's actually like he's rapping. Because this dude can rap. I can just... Like, he, he's a solid rapper. His lines stick out a lot. He's damn near, at this point, perfected slick talk. Like, mm-hmm. he, he literally just comes on, talks his shit, like, talks about... 
I know people say it's boring when rappers talk about how good they are, but I feel like he does that to a certain degree. Like he's not rapping about rapping, but he's rapping about like, it's the typical kind of stuff you would expect, but he does it at such a high level that it keeps you entertained. It keeps you entranced. It's just good, man. He's just talking about, you know, what? Bitches, money, talking shit mm -hmm. on broke niggas. He does it at a high level, so I appreciate it. The um, next track is another is another highlight for me. DJ Esco, bro. Anytime yeah, Esco come that on, was track, that was killer. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be Lee's one of Lee's favorites. <laughs> About all you need was a future feature on this top track right there. For real, bro. But you know, Esco, he came with a you know crazy like floaty, uh, spacey beat, and I feel like it was. Uh, it was a good track to have after yeah. or sincerely face because they they're kind of the same vibe too. Yes. like the track tracks are pretty much I feel mm -hmm. like the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. It's just one's more like a Detroit Bay type beat, the other one's more like an Atlanta type beat. So yeah, which shows his versatility, um, which For I sure. like to see. Even though you're doing like similar aggressive tracks, sometimes with people's production they get kind of samey, and that's another thing I like about this project. He keeps it from getting repetitive, like we said, with beat switches or he chooses a different producer that he also can work with, they kind of either make it work for his sound or he finds a way to kill the beat anyway. But there was a few beats on here. I'm like, how is he going to do this? Because considering the way he raps, um, he's very um, versatile with his flows. Kind of switches it up, maybe the tempo, maybe um, plays with a different like way he's ending the verse. You know what I'm saying? Overtime was funny to me just because Young Lean popped up. If they're going to collab again, maybe find a way to get Young Lean to fit more on that, I feel like it got a little awkward in certain spaces for him to even try to do that and show love. Obviously, he knows about the culture and he's connected, so I think that was a dope collab to see. Yeah, um, I was surprised. Yeah. It, it was uh, it was very like light and floaty at first, yeah. with like lean coming in, and then yeah. uh, then it just goes right back to face. To face, and yeah. it's just like it was just kind of like, bro, what is this, bro? Yeah, you're it's like, like a, it's like a cameo. It's not even. They didn't a feature, even need bro. a beat switch. The fucking flows and everything. Were such an aggressive change it almost changed the whole track for me like it was like what young lean almost was on his own little plane he's a character but yes. i love that he tried again he's not doing stuff that i expect from him and then you go back to what i expect with blood sweat and tears but as i said g erbo has been fucking on a roll and this is another one to add i love this track and aggressive introspective though they're not just talking about the positive you know we're, we're getting into the gritty about loss about stuff like that um and how like you know you overcome that and that's why they are where they're at yeah even though um it is an introspective track and i feel bad for saying this but babyface ray got killed bro he got killed by herbo bro herbo oh, i mean okay show, okay bro. you can say that herbo's been fucking killing it recently like I, i've been trying to give him his praise i haven't been the biggest fans of his projects but i've always seen the potential especially because he shows love to the old school you know with projects like swervo and little moments um of course i mean he's already had his own lane but like as far as like collabing with people and being on a roll like sometimes i feel like with him it's it'll be hit or miss. I think that's why people don't expect much from him sometimes. Mm -hmm. but recently, every time he's popped up now, I'm like, okay, Gio Bro's gonna it's kill feeling, it. It's feeling like similar to like Dirk, right? Mm -hmm. Where he was been rapping for so long, but it like took a while for everybody to like- Connect, I think. Acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And then once everybody's attention was on him, he never let off the gas. I mean, Face didn't do bad, on, in my opinion, on that track. It's just G He Herbo. didn't do bad, but On a track about that it, stuff, you soft. know what's up with Herbo. Sometimes that's going to happen, you know? Before we get into this next part, I want to say that this is the most throwaway part of the album, period. Go Yard is probably the most uninspired song I've ever heard, bro. Like, the beat was so boring. Yeah. And it never... That one didn't switch. That mm -hmm. was the most boring, just dry beat. 
And then this nigga was giving us the same, it was like a two bar loop. And then this dude was giving us the same like monotonous ass flow the entire time. And he was going so soft on it. I was like, bro, what? This is such a switch from like everything yeah. else that you were doing this entire time. I feel like just... the middle, he, I don't know if he tried to do the more like, okay, maybe this is a part of who I am or I'm gonna slow it down. Go yard and then I didn't fully mess with my me, wife and kids. But I thought it was a better track as far as like the introspective. He talked about rolling around Detroit with his, you know, his family. I feel like that's where the beats maybe he's not switching as much. He's talking about himself, but it's not as interesting. It feels like there are some tracks on here that are put into it just to flesh fill it out, out to, be yeah, to be 20 songs, to be 20 songs and an hour long. So uh, from Goyard to St. Payne, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, okay, St. Yeah. Payne, I, I kind of felt that song, right? You got the same pain every day, but now I got new clothes because I'm bossed up. Mm. But, you know, I still, I'm hurt inside because I'm real. Okay, bro, we get it. You didn't even make a whole track about it, though. No. You could have, like, you could have made it a bar. Most of these, I feel like you can make it like a bar and put it on another song, but it's whatever. Um, um, the next, the next highlight is "Let Me Down." Forty two, uh, Doug. Forty two, yeah. Doug, bro. That yeah. nigga puts crack in his courses, bro. I yeah. don't know what it is. Um, once that whistle goes off, it's like it's like fucking hypnotization. Like I'm just stuck. Duck. Yeah, no, that's that's my favorite track off this entire thing. Okay. Is uh is let me down. <laughs> Forty two, Doug killed it. And uh, I think Babyface uh, matched his energy, even though it was his own song. I think their energies matched the best really out of well. everybody. Really well. Out of everybody and their voices, just something about them. Like, they just go so well together. Mm-hmm. No, nah, yeah, that shit was great. We can just start talking about, like, overall the second half. Because, yeah, I, I agree. Like, after the middle and then let me down and then steak and lobster, I kind of messed with it. Like, we start going down to, like, we're whiz. Like, the features kind of dropped off. Push dancing. it, bro. Can we talk about Push It T disappointing with this Dancing with the Devil? What was that track, bro? I did not like that track. Did you like that track? It was okay. It was okay, bro. Like, what the fuck? I want to hear Babyface Ray and Push It T. It might not have to be talking about Dylan Coke, but they could have been a little bit more um, on point with whatever. He might have, I mean, I would be scared to coke rap with Pusha T. I mean, if I had to do some coke raps, because, you know. Yeah, and wasn't that on a movie soundtrack? So it makes sense. Maybe they just do it on here, maybe for streams. Or maybe because, you know, it's Pusha T. Yeah, it wasn't, really it wasn't a highlight. Mob, I thought Mob was all right. I didn't really mess with Christian Codeine. I was maybe thinking Wiz would step up and hype it up maybe, but nah, I didn't really get that. I'm waiting well, I'm waiting for Wiz to come back, bro, because Wiz, like, you can go back and listen to Wiz's old mixtapes, and you know that nigga had it, bro. He really had it at one point. And I think at this point, he know his music. You don't. I mean, but you don't ever really lose it. Like, he could really come back and make something, but, like, he never was, like, spitting like that. The only thing that, like, Wiz really did to push the culture was, like, his sound, he put it out, and it was, like, more, like, I feel like it was more pop influence. He, like, brought a lot of pop into rap music, and you can't just do that anymore because genre blending is so, like, diverse now. It's You can't really stand out that way. So, like, the only way I feel like Wiz could really stand out is if he, like, started rapping, rapping, but, like, it's not weird. That's not weird. He's too chill. Motown music, I thought, was a cool closer. I like that mm. sample. Um, I like what he was going for with closing the album. I'm not going to crap on this album because I've gone back to it. Some of the tracks, like I said, uh, Steak and Lobster, Me, Wife and Kids, after multiple listens, they kind of grew on me, but they weren't like, oh, these are my faves. My faves were the beginning tracks. Uh, as far as like the ending tracks that I liked, I liked Mob. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked Seduction. Seduction mm-hmm. was like okay, yeah. one of my one of my favorites. You know, you don't got to seduce me. I'm already interested. Interested. Yeah, that was you know, cool. That was kind of that was quit, catchy a little bit. Quit playing, quit playing games, bro. You gonna you gonna get forgot about for real. You like this project? You really like this Detroit sound, and you want to hear someone different? Check out Babyface, right? I I was not disappointed. I like this dude. I like what he brings to the table, and I'm excited to see what he does next. Since he's like that one guy come from Detroit, he's kind of had to put himself into the culture himself, and he's got mm-hmm. all these different, all these different features from all these different timelines of rap and stuff. And he he pops up on other people's shit all the time. I, I mean, he just he popped up on the Currency album that dropped mm-hmm. recently. So yeah, he did a cool uh, job on there. Yep. Yeah, he did exactly. So you know, he knows what's up, and he he's destined for stardom. It seems at this point. Um, I don't see him slowing down at any point. Um, if anything, he's going to get more mainstream from this point yeah. onward. Thank you, yeah. Babyface, for giving us that album. All right, well, that about wraps it up. Make sure that y'all like, comment, subscribe, all mm-hmm. that. Hit us on the email, hit us mm-hmm. on the DMs, yeah. on Twitter. I'm always yeah. on the timeline. I'm looking for new music, look for people to put on uh, to the podcast for um, the viewer showcase. So if you got interesting shit, if your buddy's got interesting shit, Send it to us. I'll review it. I'm be honest, as always. Again, thank y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.